got this. Breathe. Stop thinking about what your older brother said. Listen, don't even worry about what your mom thinks about you and your goals. Don't worry about what that bully said on your post or how many likes you got. It's just a picture. Achieve what you want for you. There you go. Listen, insecurity is a killer. You're a killer. Get back up. Keep those hands up. This is life. Hey, thanks for checking out our podcast. Listen, I really enjoy the ability to talk and expose more of myself through storytelling. Not for the sympathy, but rather for the empathy of the youth. My goal with these podcasts is to help kids and teens not make the same mistakes as I have, to confront their fears. After all, the greatest things are on the other side of fear. What's going on, everyone? It's your boy, 2Gs, with the main man, Mr. Sly Rye. He's back. He was out sick for a little bit. I think he was actually traveling the world, but that's all right. We're going to let him slide with that one. So, uh, We are excited to bring you these conversations today, and sometimes these conversations are buried in small places that in our mind that we forget to, you know, uncover, confront, and decide what to do. Um, but just to remind, again, we're, we're not doctors, we're not professionals, we're just here to try and deliver help to others that we may need uh, others to understand a logical or sensible point of view. And it's important to cover these topics because they're, they're pretty common in life and they will most definitely happen. So it's good to cover these things. Solid. All right, so we're jumping right into this beautiful Sunday morning with the topic of why do we feel stuck and how do we come unstuck, right? So whether it's with someone, uh, maybe a situation, uh, maybe a thought. So uh, let's really just kind of get the point of view from someone that is dealing with it from a, a, um, um, a kid or a youth or a teen's point of view. Sly Ride, what's up with that? What's What do you think? So, what's, just what's to try to get it out of the way and understand what it is. Sometimes I get this situation a lot with what to do in the house. I'm trying to do multiple things at once and whatever I do, it seems to, you know, sometimes have consequences. And sometimes I look at it, I'm like, dang, uh, this generally happens every time I do it. But if I don't do it, then this happens. So I'm kind of in two bad situations no matter what I do. So I really don't know what to do. And that's how I'm sure other people feel just like me. So I generally try to, you know, understand what it is and how to change it, maybe apologize, confront it, um, understand different uh, the different point of views. Maybe I'm doing something wrong and I just don't understand it right. because that's generally you know what happens with me. I think only for good of myself sometimes instead of you know other people and the good of you know the household. Okay. So that happens. To me What's an example like where you do something and then you still um, and it maybe it backfires or it just doesn't work the way that you. Th- you thought because you said consequences right 
So what what's uh, an example of like one and one that creates a consequence? One and one that creates a, con a consequence. So sometimes when my parents are, you know, telling me to do things and I'm trying to get them done, but I'm trying to go back and forth between something that I want to do and what they're asking me to do, because sometimes, you know, I can't finish in time because sometimes it's just really bad timing, but I end up getting a consequence and I've learned that that's going to happen a lot if I keep doing it. And it sometimes still happens right now, but I'm, I definitely felt like I was mentally stuck because I'm like, this has happened so much and I can't seem to understand how to stop this. So I'm trying to come up with a solution afterwards, like, okay, what can I do next in hopes of not getting this consequence again, maybe find time frames to do it or, you know, other things. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So, and, and kind of going back to that, um, you know, you're in the middle of something, but then they ask you to do something else. So it kind of does uh, throw into a limbo, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So how can we, you know, let's think about it this way. How can we let go of the past of what's happened? Right. So not so worried about, you know, all those other things, but learn learn from those experiences, right? So what can we do, um, not only to let go of the past, but what can we do or what do you think we should do in order to maybe be ahead of what they're gonna ask or maybe, um, you know, getting things done before they ask or, or how do I even circle back around to get things done that I need to get done or want to get done? So sometimes what I end up finally doing is trying to find a compromise or resolve with the people I'm in a situation with, try to find something that we can both agree on that maybe we're both doing wrong or just one person is doing wrong and they know it. So that's one of the ways just uh, looking at the other point of view and understanding that they have other things they need to get done. So they need to rely on other people. Gotcha. Right on. And I, I think you're, you're right on top of something as far as making sure to um, compromise, right? Compromise, but even just being able to have a conversation and talking about it, talking it out versus getting frustrated and then nothing ends up getting done, right? Yeah. So that I think that's a big deal. And I think even if we could, what about it? What if we, you know, ask before we start something, right? Hey, is there anything you need me to do before I go and do this? Is there anything yeah. you need me to do before I go outside and play with my friends versus coming back, you know, or your parents stepping out the, the house? They're calling your name down the street and, uh, you know, you need to come and clean up the bathroom or something, right? They, they generally make me uh, do the chores first. So. Yeah, see, solid. That's perfect. So then, you know, understanding that they make you do your chores for, first, it's like eating your dinner before you eat your dessert first. You know, what's, you know, the important things come first, right? So we need to do the important things before we go do the fun things. Yep. Right. The fun things are easy to do. But then when it's time for the important things, we're kind of like, ah, I don't really know if I want to do that. Or you're less motivated to do those things. You're less motivated for the reward. But then also very similar as far as 
what if you're doing the fun thing too long and then now you don't you don't leave time for yourself to do the important things yeah, the important. right so it's kind of like a balance and um, um, a self-awareness portion as well right so I think it's I think that's great and I think that's going to help you lead into when you get your first job where you do the important things first not just the things you want to do right really but then you're also learning how to um, listen and respect authority versus thinking that you um, you know what's best uh, you know if you're if you've never been in that situation or if you're not the uh, you know the operator right so I mean at, at home kids parents are the operators not the kids you know so the importance of making sure kids are learning these things and and not you know making the executive decision or the adult decision I think that goes very far and wide um, to help them um, be led appropriately right all right cool man cool so then you know as far as coming unstuck in situations or with people I think that changing our perspective would work. What do you think about that? Yeah. Right. Um, so for things I uh, tried to or wrote down in analyzing the whole situation. So what I put to try to prevent or just reflect on it is think ahead of time or just even ask other people because maybe they're going to give some insight on it because, you know, if you're with a if you're in the situation with an older person, they're generally going to have more life experience and they've probably gone through the situation before. Yeah. So that could be helpful in trying to understand the next time it might happen. Gotcha. Now, do you just ask anyone, any adult or? Uh, no, no. Obviously the person you're in the situation with, people who understand the situation they're in, like maybe another relative who knows them well, et gotcha. cetera. You know, one of those things too is, um, and I think we talked about this on like our, our, like one of our other podcasts, but one of those things too is um, we tend to have the conversations with people that we know will um, support what answer we want, right? Um, you know, is it okay to eat dessert before dinner? No. Well, I'm going to go ask this person because I know they're going to say yes, Right. And that's the easier way out. We, we tend to want to have those conversations with people who will, uh, again, agree with us and make that decision-making making easier for us. Versus what I like to do is I like to have conversations with people I know or suspect would not agree with me. And then I listen to them. And it's, it's tough because you want to jump in and interrupt and say, what about this? What about that? But I think it's so much more mature so much more rewarding and it's so much more respectful you get to learn so much and um you get to grow yourself from that just putting yourself in those those conversations where people aren't going to just agree with you you know so but then you also even said reflect right we have so much knowledge out there where what do people actually take time to reflect you know yeah people gotta uh, remember I mean, they have to do it sometimes yeah and, and reflecting is like meditating right mm -hmm. no music no phone nothing just you and your thoughts don't let anyone else sit around you or just kind of block them out um i'm in my man cave and this is where i like to sit and reflect and i just don't want anyone in here so i can just have time to myself 
and I can just let my thoughts uh, work uh, with my heart and kind of just move along and, and build, right? And uh, I think that's where a lot of success comes from. And that's also where you can kind of get your feet out of the mud, where you feel stuck, right? Because we're always listening to other people, but then we don't think, we don't, we don't have our critical thinking building for ourselves, right? And that's why it's so important for us to have that meditation time, whether we just sit in our rooms by ourselves or, um, you know, we go on our walk or we just literally look at a wall or just write down in our journal. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, I think those methods are really good. I myself have taken a few of those, whether it's being in my room, staying by myself, because I know if I'm in a situation, I'm going to have mixed thoughts and I'm not really going to be, you know, wanting to be around people. So I know I, that could get me in a deeper situation, which would be a lot harder or just writing things down. That's helped with me for a while now. Nice. So Now, when you think when you do this, and you have these thoughts, these aha moments, or, oh, I, I could have done this, or I could have done that. Do you try to make big changes all at once, or do you try to make smaller changes? I think smaller changes are better because you can't really make a big change all at once. It's like in a minute. You can't right. just change your entire outlook on life. Mm. So I think the little it's the little things that count. Nice. Nice. Now, Besides the fact of being or feeling stuck, um, have you ever figured out what your purpose is or maybe the purpose of your situation? You know, why do you want to do this versus that first? Um, I think in a few of them. Yeah. 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 Um, Does for that a few play a big them. role on what, like why you want to do this or do that first? Hmm. You know, I've never really thought of that one. Um, okay. I guess, yeah. Yeah, you could say that. Right. So it's like, um, you know, let's let's put it on a spectrum of, of what teens and youth go through. Homework. Right? What's, what's, what is your purpose of getting your homework done? You know, I, I wish I had someone that led me on this topic a lot. Um, or even just your schoolwork. You know, and, and once you find that purpose, it kind of helps you, it, not kind of, it, it helps you focus. It helps you dial in and um, take the responsibility of cutting everything else out for that meantime. What I mean by that is not texting your friends or talking in class or, you know, having side conversations at home or whatever the, the, the case may be. But finding that purpose, it kind of uplifts you. It, it encourages you and it gives you that drive. And, um, you know, it, it, again, just, it creates this eyesight where it's just like laser vision and you're forward and you see, you see what you're wanting to create in the future of what will, uh, what the future will look like if you get this done. Right. You know, so at times it's like, all right, well, me working on this project, um, versus, um, you know, maybe cleaning the bathroom, which one's more important right now, you know, and, and the purpose, well, guess what? If I clean the bathroom right now, um, before my parents ask me, they have a, a harder time to interject me working on my project, which the purpose of this project is going to help uplift the youth or maybe create this kind of a lifestyle or help me reach out to more, um, you know, of what I'm looking to do. So I think if you weigh the purpose and the reason why you need to get these things done, 
uh, I think that's going to help you kind of dial in and really lock in on what, what your ultimate goal is, what you're really wanting to accomplish. And, and finally feeling unstuck, trying to figure out which one do I do first, right? Yeah, and you never know what thing or moment in life is going to help you find what you, what you want to do for the rest of your life. So it's, it's important to try to understand those things. Yeah. I think it all circles back to just being disciplined, right? This is going to create discipline for you. It's going to create respect for yourself and for others. Um, you know, we always want to do things for ourselves, but being able to do things for others, um, that that's, you know, helping show that again, that level of respect for others and helping and uh, being a team player, right? That's a big deal. Um, being a team player. And, and I know we all want to be individually successful, um, but think about how you're going to become individually successful if you can't work with a team, because if you try to do it all on your own, um, you're only going to get so far, you're going to eventually cap out, right? So that's, that's awesome. That is really awesome. Now, being hopeful, does that work? Does that help you feel unstuck? Yeah, yeah, it really can. Because if you, if you hope for the best, then yeah, you're going to see like, yeah, I know I can accomplish these goals. I know I can get this done. I have plenty of time. And I should, I've cut out all distractions from this so I can fully just focus on it. Right on. Yeah. And I mean, and if you're hopeful and you're, you're going with that mantra, that mentality, then chances are you will be, you will be successful. Right. Um, But if we're just, you know, negative or, you know, we're feeding the energy of all, this is not going to go well, then chances are, it's not going to go well. Subconsciously, we, we find something to make it not go well, you know? Um, and those little disruptions, those will uh, make it not go well because we're going to be softer to it. We're gonna we're gonna expect it, and then when we when it happens, we already we already know how we're gonna respond. You know, and the, my favorite one is people at Starbucks. You know, as much as I don't really like Starbucks, um, it's kind of convenient for me sometimes, and I go in there and I hear people, uh, you know, this is not the coffee I wanted, and. You know, so it's kind of like they expected it not to be perfect or what they wanted, you know, versus going in there and going, oh, you know, I'm at Starbucks. They didn't make my coffee the right way last time. This is how I'm going to respond, even if they don't make it right this time. Just being hopeful. But I hope they're going to make it right. I have faith in them, you know. So um, <laughs> and it's kind of funny with kids and board breaks, man, you know, being hopeful. And if they don't do it, it's it's a bummer. But I have faith in them, you know? So that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, I, I think besides getting a professional outlook, I think that's the last part, right? Talking with the professional, um, if you're feeling stuck, what do you think about believing in yourself? Is there any times where you believe in yourself and you're just like chin up high, you feel unstoppable? Is there any of those times that you have? Yeah, I've had those times. I had, I had a few of them yesterday. Nice. I'm like, I, I got this. I'm, I'm totally going to do <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome, man. I'm going to get it right. So. Yeah, right on, right on. Yeah, I think, um, I think believing in yourself comes very, very far. And that belief that you have in yourself, it, it comes from those that you surround yourself with. Because if you surround yourself with people who are 
uplifting you and feeding the right kind of, you know, mentality to you, then that's going to help you, um, you know, believe in yourself, right? Uh, it's from a parent calling you, you know, smart or, um, you know, you're so strong or you're so capable, those things, you know, um, my, I mean, my perspective from that is uh, maybe far from others, but I think that's very important that we have that even with our friends, if our friends are knocking us down and calling us stupid, you know, there's like, there's those friends that call you stupid, but then there's those friends that call you stupid jokingly because you uh, maybe it made a mistake or something silly. And they're just like, Oh man, you're so stupid. You're crazy, man. Versus dude, how stupid are you? You know? So I think it goes um, very, I guess, not deep, but, uh, and hopefully not so complex, but just really just putting yourself around the people that you want um, to attract similar energy of, right? You want to believe in yourself. Well, I need to put myself around people who believe in me and that will go so much further. What do you think about that? Like you've had friends that didn't maybe treat you well, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I generally, whenever that started happening, I try, I, I spoke to my parents about the situation. They helped me through it. I, I decided, you know, these people, they haven't always been the best looking back on it now. So I think I should just move away or just separate myself from them. But subtly, of course, if, if you just say, hey, I'm not going to be friends with you anymore because this, it's, you know kind of out front yeah so is that what you do you talk to them about it yeah I, I sometimes do but not not always okay which I feel like I should though you think you should why is that just I'm just trying to talk to the person to even just try to understand their point of view maybe understand why they're doing what they're doing to you maybe they're having a hard time something like that that's crazy but, that's smart. That's really smart to get their point of view. That's a, you know, that goes back to that different perspective that you mentioned, right? Like if we don't talk about things, we let things build up and, you know, oh, I'm going to wait a month and see if they change or I'm going to, you know, it, it doesn't mean you got to respond right away because if you do, you might be in the wrong mindset where someone does something to you and you're angry at them. So you come back yelling at them, but rather if you, you know, Maybe give it a day and then talk, or maybe give it two days and then talk to them. You know, um, you, there are some adults that I've uh, been encountering with lately in the past month where um, topics come up and I'm just like, oh, well, I wish I would have known about that sooner before you felt this way or um, before you decided to make this decision. Or I wish you would have just communicated with me more um, before, you know, you make this judgment and, you know, all these other things. Because again, we don't know what other people's uh, intentions are. We don't know what they're thinking. We don't know what their process is. And um, things can be easily miscommunicated, right? Things can be easily miscommunicated. And um, I think that's why it's really important. Like you said, man, that was like, that was perfect. And I wish everyone would do that. And it's, it's tough to have those conversations, but that's what's going to make you more confident that you can rely on yourself to stick up for yourself. And you, you're not calling anyone out. You're not trying to be diminishing to anyone, but rather you're trying to improve 
not just yourself, but the other person, and maybe even more importantly, the relationship, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that like, that was like, boom, the, the, the cherry on the top, man. But then again, going back to talk with professionals, someone who's been through this before, your parents, you know, um, maybe a school counselor, maybe a teacher, you know, someone that's more of in your circle that, um, again, has experienced it. And if you ask them, hey, have you ever experienced something like this before? And they can go yes or no, then, okay, great. What do you think about this situation? You know, and um, a, a fun topic for me, and uh, I, I don't want kids and teens who are listening to this podcast to take this wrong. A fun topic for me is when parents ask me, Mr. Bugs, what should my child do if they're being bullied at school? Then I ask them questions. Who's bullying them? Is it a friend? Is it this? Um, what's the, what's the um, scenario or um, environment that they're in? Are they at gym? Are they in PE? Are they in the after school program? Are they just walking down the hall? Um, have they told the teachers? Have they told the principals? How about the uh, SRO or a school resource officer? What has been the outcome of that? What's the outcome um, you know, of the SRO, the teacher, the principal? Have they confronted the person? Is there more than one person? Um, what are they doing? Is it all physical or is it just verbal abuse? And for me, I tell everyone the story about when I've been slapped before at school. I was talking to a group of friends and a kid came up and slapped me as hard as he could behind my head, in the back of my head, and he ran. So that happened one time and I, I just was like, what, what was that? Why did you do that? So then I think it was like a day or two later, kid does the same thing again. So um, after long thought at, at the first time of this happening, I said, okay, well, I'm going to chase him down and I'm going to confront him. Well, I chased him down and I pinned him against the brick wall at my school and I just brought my hand back and bam, I hit him as hard as I could. Now, again, I'm not telling for people to do this. This was my experience. Okay. Um, and the kid never did it again. In fact, I think we even became friends eventually, okay? And the kid was like, you know, besides the fact of not doing it again, he kind of looked up to me. And I'm not even sure who told him to do it. I don't, I'm not sure why he thought about doing it. Um, it was so long ago, man, but this was back in middle school, you know? And again, I just chased him down. I hit him. But parents don't like hearing about hitting kids back. Um, I never got in trouble for it. Nothing ever happened, but there were times where I did not fight back where I did not respond back. And I still got in trouble. I still got detention. I still got suspended. Right. And a lot of times back then, like, you know, my dad didn't believe me. What'd you do? I didn't do anything. Oh, I don't believe you spanking, you know? Um, and it's a tough, it's a tough, um, decision to make. You know, as far as for parents, I'm sure it's got to be tough. Um, I can I can only imagine. But, you know. But then it's those times where, you know, I didn't do anything. OK, I believe you. And reality, you know, the kids maybe did actually do something or the kids did do something. Um, so, again, when parents ask me, like, what should we do? And I try to probe and ask them, you know, understand when when you talk to a professional, that's someone that's been in those encounters, maybe not 
once, I wouldn't say they're a professional, but multiple times, um, then understand that when you talk to a professional, you may not like their point of view, but their point of view might be very well so exactly what you needed to hear. And it doesn't mean you need to respond that way, but exactly what you needed to hear, right? So your parents saying, well, then maybe you need to take some time off of doing this video game and focus on this more. That's not what you want to hear, but chances are it's very true, right? So very similar like this parent that asked me and my response was talk to the teacher, talk to this person, blah, blah, blah. Well, if they're not doing anything, you might need to take it into your own hands. I don't know. You might need to punch them back when they push you. And the parent didn't like it. Well, you know, don't do that. And, you know, that's last. And I go, well, you're asking me for my opinion and my advice. That's my advice, you know? So even for some adults that maybe have not been put in that situation or maybe um, have not had that experience or maybe that are too afraid of, um, you know, standing up for themselves. It's a tough topic, but also feeling stuck is tough, right? So that all (laughs) kind of goes back into asking a professional, talk with your parents, ask if your parents have ever been in this situation, ask your parents if they know someone that's ever been in that situation. So that way they can help point you in the, uh, the right direction or maybe a better direction. What you don't want is you just talking to your parents and they've never been in that situation or parents talking to you, they've never been in that situation and maybe they give you the wrong feedback. Maybe they give you the wrong um, answer, you know? Uh, or maybe they help research with you and find the right answer or find that perfect per- that person that can help you. So, I mean, that's, that's all I got, man. I'm not perfect. I'm not right. Um, I'm somewhat smart and (laughs) we're all learning together. Right, Ryan? Yes, that is very true. Right on. So, uh, I mean, that's, that's all I got for today. How about for yourself? Yeah, I, it's been a long week, a lot of testing. I definitely need a break. (laughs) Two days is not long enough. What's that? Two days is not long enough. Time management. Yeah. Priorities, man. That's what I that's what I'm doing today. I'm taking some time to myself and then uh, I'll get right back into the action of organizing and cleaning and preparing for the new week. All right. So well, I hope everyone enjoyed the podcast today. I definitely enjoyed it with my boy Sly Rye. Isn't there an email that they can, you know, there to and most ask questions to? Definitely is. Get it? If I can do my password right. Don't give us your password, just the email. Uh, I just wanted to get it right. All right. So the email you can submit your own topics to is slyrypodcast at gmail.com. That's all lowercase S L Y R Y podcast at gmail.com. Right on, man. Hey, listen, everyone. Oh, I really enjoyed the ability to talk and expose more of myself with my boy Sly Ryan through our storytelling, not for sympathy, but rather for empathy of the youth. The goal with these podcasts is to help kids and teens make the same or not make the same mistakes as we have or as I have uh, to confront their fears. After all, the greatest things are on the other side of fear. Right, Ryan? Yeah. And if you feel this podcast can uh, maybe resonate with you, uh, your friends, or your family members. Uh, please share the podcast to contribute to the, our rescue mission, Come Alive, to help kids and teens 
create a lifestyle that will eventually turn into a legacy. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. It's 2Gs with my boy, Sly Rye. Over and out. Have a great rest of the day.